Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And today we are talking about minute number 107 of Zack Snyder's Justice League. And this minute is going to start out with Steppenwolf choking out Mera underwater. And the minute's going to end with uh, Aquaman coming in and saving the day. Mm-hmm. As he does. As, as, as Aquaman does. That's John Mulvaney. <laughs> It's uh, it's crazy to think about like how this whole week is this Aquaman or Steppenwolf in Atlantis fight, and already most of the action has happened in this minute or in in this minute and yesterday's minute. Yeah. Uh, this one is mostly the fight between Mara and Steppenwolf, which is really just Mara using that blood bending technique, as everyone has said before. Uh, and of course, when we say bloodbending, we're referring to, you know, Avatar, The Last Airbender has popularized waterbending and all the crazy things that you can do with it. Uh, but also, we talked about it yesterday, how Mera in the Aquaman Volume 1 of the New 52, The Trench, she did show the concept of draining someone of the water that is inside the human body. So this is definitely like the right time to show such a character doing doing something like this on in a superhero movie just showing like how badass this power is that this uh superhero uh can do it's it's really impressive i know the first time we saw this i don't know about you Nate but i was just kind of like super excited not so much wowed by such a feat but more like happy that it's finally happening that mm-hmm. this is in the movie or that this is something that's going to be in a movie. Uh, obviously, it's not in the other version of the movie. So it's a, it was a letdown then. Uh, but to know that it's here, it, it, it's it's more like I'm cheering, thanking, you know, Zach and, and everyone else who's worked on this movie to, to bringing this to life, which is this amazing uh, waterbending technique that the superhero has. I think it's pretty cool. You were calling them yesterday just like all these like, you know, big wow moments one right after the other and this like is still just that in that train of uh wowness. Train of wowness? Wowzers train. Um and train of wowness every, is correct. Train of wowness is better? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um <laughs> so it's pretty cool that we do get like the big uh magical moment in this one. And I mean it in like the literal term where we get to see magic. Um, it's pretty cool that we get to uh, see another Atlantean with abilities um, that isn't Aquaman. Yeah. And um, that's like a really big thing because it's kind of just like understood that like Aquaman Arthur is set aside from atlanteans and kind of painted as like he's superior to all of them and just like better and you kind of realize and and wonder why go watch the aquaman movie but um you know it's like when it comes down to like the whole like bloodline thing and it is just like arthurian mythology like okay i get it 
Um, but then how do you make really cool other people in there? You kind of make uh, that magic and ability that one can learn, you know, like Mordred Mur- Morgana and Merlin and all of that nonsense and whatnot because they become big prominent characters uh within themselves you know yeah shit they even get their own tv shows and whatnot (laughs) yes they do um i've heard about it (laughs) right so it's kind of cool that we get to just see another atlantean with with powers Mm -hmm. um and it's not like they're the only two because we know that like garth and 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 calderon like we know that those people could exist um and that's just really cool that I don't know. When we saw Shazam, and I was like, okay, good, there's magic. Like, like blatant magic. Awesome. Um, and then you take it into a different setting and a different movie. Um, one would tend to kind of forget or even just, like, uh, connect the magical string, if you will. Shit, I even forget that Suicide Squad has magic in it sometimes. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> You gotta that's like that whole movie's about magic i was just it was just on cable the other day i watched it yesterday which wow, one weird uh, suicide squad oh, david Ayer's david Ayer. Well, okay the the studio half. cut of Dave, david Ayer's. the studio yeah. cut of david Ayer's yeah, suicide I, I squad you. that's very good the theatrical release of suicide squad um yeah because i was going to watch the suicide squad you, you know that one that that's from the beautifully dark twisted mind of james gunn i remember right here I was going to put that one on to give it another go about, um, but they took it off of HBO right now because it had its uh, physical release. And this is what they're doing when the movies that come out from streaming get their uh, physical copy, Blu-ray, DVD release. They're going to take it off the streaming service so it forces you to go buy the damn thing. Which is funny. That's smart. That is smart. They did that with Godzilla vs. Kong. They, They brought it to HBO Max. Then it had its digital release, so they took it off, and now it's back on. <laughs> it's back. Um, so did we even check to see if Zack Snyder's was taken off? I don't think they were, they were probably just like, no, they no, 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 can't. No, no, they no. you can't take that don't off. Take that off <laughs> because as much and, and and not to be like, uh, not to get into my no. Snyderness, but it's like it's earned. It, even if they won't mention how well it performed on HBO Max or in the physical DVD mm-hmm. sales because they don't want to talk about that either, they can't oh, no, it blew they can't the deny the success on their own on their own on in their own their own platform. Yeah. yeah. Inside their like own homes. Just, like, like behind closed it. doors, they're probably going, that needs to stay on there because people and are are de- like it's like, hey, do I? I wanna... bet you it was possibly something that was written in James Gunn's, you know, before all this like was was said and done and all this stuff. And it was like, okay, when it's like has its release, like it comes off, it comes off, and then you know for a month and then put it back on mm-hmm. because we got to try to kick up that revenue. Just like how that that <laughs> that wackadoo Nolan with all his crazy demands. Did you see that for that movie? And uh, how he was like, no, st- the studio, the theater and studio can't release like movies six months or six weeks prior and after my movie or something like that. I think um, he's also making the transfer over to Netflix like Zack Snyder did. I mean, if they want to give him the demands, more power to him. That's good. But like all these like studio demands that this guy has for mediocrity, isn't that the joke? That's funny. Anyway, hey, go watch Batman Begins. Um <laughs> It's so it's 
the point of this minute was that magic is 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 cool underwater magic mm-hmm. so one would forget that like the connecting line of magic is existing throughout all of these movies and in this cinematic universe um and it's just as big as uh any like meta human ability you know yeah it- i think when we we when we get too bogged down about superheroes and and you kind of just like all uh kind of all, uh, automatically go to like marvel you think like okay they got like some have abilities some have scientifical thing that kind of helps them out or whatever and really when you think about scientifical thing that helps people out you kind of really only get stuck on batman and forget about everybody else right and it's like well how else is everybody well superman's an alien one woman's god yada 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 it's like yes but magic magic is still a constant and coincides with anything that superman could be related to so already a crutch right there i don't know where i diverted so far away from what we were doing Um, (laughs) i was trying to give you a chance i was i was really listening there's no way to bring this back up i have one thought in the beginning of this minute that i need to get out go for it as um steppenwolf is uh pinning mira to this structure yeah wall the wall of the citadel um they're in water so obviously floating and treading and whatnot can occur she does the water uh the air pocket and i guess it's only their torsos and stuff right because like he's just still like how is he he's not keeping himself up by just the sheer force of his right hand to yeah he's got that upper body wall. strength <laughs> no that's not true he's not i was thinking okay his axe is like uh you know rock climber pinned into the wall or something like that that's like helping him because i was like okay she she does the air bubble and like they're um i guess like in an air bubble legs legs as well but that doesn't appear to be the case at least not for him maybe his legs are not he's still like floating in like waist deep knee deep water or something like that i see what you're saying like just you know what i mean he's not able to keep himself let me let me divert for a second so that no i know where you're going with that (laughs) how's that t-rex standing on an open chasm right like how's steppenwolf standing on an open air bubble right so you're thinking he's floating in air she opens the air pocket He's still he's floating in water. She opens the air pocket. He should be like, ah, oh, I lost it my footing. It makes sense that she's pinned to the wall. She can't go anywhere. Yes. The axe is in the wall, but his legs are not touching the wall. And if he's in an I air pocket. I don't think the axe is in the wall. I thought the axe was in the wall, and that was what was holding him up in the air pocket. But it's not because we see it boiling, it right? We see it on, the, on yeah, his but then, side, down at the yeah. wayside, like boiling. Yes. So he's not. He has not pinned himself, like, he hasn't hooked himself into the wall to keep him there. No. So, but then when he throws her away, air pocket goes away, so it looks like it's just, like... It's just their torso Just the faces or are talking. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, I just need... But, like, it's her lower body. Look, she, she looks like she's struggling with her lower body, and obviously she's raised up, and he's much taller... So he must just be so big that the air pocket she's created <laughs> can't fit it. It, yeah. it has not encompassed everything for yeah, him. Exactly. So and he's just like treading water in there. Yeah. Okay. And so my my it. thought process was she did the air pocket to be able to 
drain him of water, rip the water out of his body. So she has to create a pocket where there is no water to then be like, now I'm going to rip all the water out of you, which is why she does that. And it also, you know, cinematically sets up for dialogue between the two characters. Um, And it's also really interesting. Like she's grabbing onto that armor with all the spikes stuck out on his arm. So you see Mara's hands kind of like trying to grab onto this arm without obviously piercing herself, which is a really interesting thing to think about, like visual effects wise. Obviously, you know, Amber Heard, the actress, is just grabbing onto, let's say, a green pillow or something, right? And then visual effects has to be like, okay, we need to map out Steppenwolf's hands this way or his 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 armor this way and then kind of like digitally redo where the actresses or actor's fingers are around the armor, um, which is something else I've, I've, I've kind of noticed people have to do. We saw that with um, Steppenwolf and the Atlantean Guard when they were being interrogated on the black sand beaches. Uh, that was just a really cool thing to think about. And with Amber Heard here now doing the water bending, um, one of the visual effects that happens here that I think is pretty gruesome when I think about it, but I kind of like the pop that it has to it. So she's draining the water out of Steppenwolf. It's, it's draining, it's draining. You see all this water coming out. It's a long moment, you know? It's not like a quick, like, she starts draining the water out, and we go, oh, wow, she's, like, water bending, uh, and then it's over. It's, like, a good... But then blood comes out. It's, but it's it's a long, it's a long, I don't know, maybe a good five seconds, like a very long endured five seconds of watching water come out of Steppenwolf. And then there's like this pop, like in his left eye, there's like a, like a burst of blood as like the blood, is, like the water has now turned to blood. Uh, she's ripped all the water out and now blood is getting ripped out. And there's almost like a, a pop between the water and the blood as if like i don't know she's she's popped something internally it at first it almost looks like you know like an eye would pop out or something but there's such a sudden uh rush between the water and the blood that it doesn't just like transition into blood it's more of like it's all water it's all water it's all water and then pop now it's just blood is coming out and now it's even worse and he's like all right i gotta i gotta throw this water wizard off of me so Mm -hmm. it's it's just really well done for something that you want to do and the concept of doing this i mean you see it in comic books you see it in, in animated tv shows and so we want to do this in a movie, in a, in a major blockbuster movie, they do such a great job of letting this sit with you so that you're absorbing the detail of what is happening. It's not just quick water being pulled out of an enemy and then her being discarded. The movie says, hey, sit and look at this happening and soak it in, like really take in what is happening between this character and the other one. So for people who do know about waterbending, Avatar, Last Airbender, Mera from the comics, they get it. They go, okay, she's doing the thing. 
for people who are new to the scene, however they may, uh, whatever backgrounds they may came, come from, they look at it and they're understanding it slowly. They're saying, okay, this is, she's ripping the water out of him. It really slows it down for people to understand what is happening. And it makes it that much more enjoyable because they're really soaking in this feat of visual effects water being ripped out of another visual effects creature and an actor and all these type of things. All these different elements are being combined. And it's got a really nice blocking where it's, as far as like a comic book panel, it's superhero on the right. Their hand is in the foreground and the enemy is in the background. And from top right to bottom left, you see the transition of water go from that creature's face to this person's hand, and you see what is happening, where water is coming and going, so that you understand that this hand is what's ripping the water out, and not just like, I don't understand what's, what's happening here. The movie really slows it down to saying, this person's hand is ripping that water out. It's such a well-done piece of work here like it's it's fascinating and it's so easy to understand why it works because they they make it want to work for everyone they they really slow it down for everyone it's it's such a well done shot absolutely there was um yeah go for it this shot this shot particularly there was that clive owen movie shoot him up with uh paul giamatti there's a shot that like specifically is similar to this where he is like down on the ground by a fireplace but then has this broken hand or whatever with like bullets in between his fingers and kind of puts his hand and the fires in like the foreground and his hand is like closer in focus and he's using the heat from the fire to shoot the bullets from his hand at Paul Giamatti. That was like one of the shots and that's just what I remember and I was trying to see if I could find a still of it but um i've there's a video (laughs) it's like the last like minute and half of the video yeah totally so pretty pretty decent movie shoot him up (laughs) yeah i remember that came out like was it like high school or or middle school Yeah, around when we were one of those wacky yeah i think that was like a whole genre at some point was like right before the revenge films uh, there was a bunch of just like almost like uh, loose cannon type films just like yeah. yeah guns are crazy let's get really crazy yeah. with guns um, and then Wanted came and uh, became too much for everyone and then we moved on from that phase yeah and then that's uh, I think it even kind of ended when they did the the adaptation for The Losers with uh, um yeah, I don't know, because like then you still like had like Smoke and Aces and all these other. Yeah, ones but that came out at the same time. And um, Red also was another one that was based off of a comic. book. What was the one that's the not retired? Extremely uh, lucky, lucky number seven. But it's, that was one too, wasn't it? Slevin. Yeah, Slevin. Lucky number Slevin. Lucky number Slevin. <laughs> yeah, no, seven was that. Seven was the other what's one. In the, what's what's in the box? Yeah, yeah. Seven deadly sins mystery one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so just a really cool moment with Mara and Steppenwolf here in this first half of the minute. And really cool dialogue. Again, Steppenwolf is is just so amazing to look at and to enjoy as a villain. Um, I've always 
wanted to see this and and the voice work that Kieran Hines does for the character is outstanding. Um, and I liked what you mentioned about Aquaman because he does show up, you know, right here in this moment. And the the Aquaman movie itself does a really nice job showing what makes him so special. Uh, like you were saying, the Aquaman movie shows the kind of heart that the character has, especially when he shows up here and, and, and wants to do the right thing finally. Um, it shows his heart, his, his, his heroic quality, his inner heroic quality. And then the Aquaman movie really shows like his special ability truly mm-hmm. is something unique that the others don't have. And yes. not everyone can speak to, you know, aquatic life and, and, possibly animals around him. Um, you know, we're, who's to say he can't speak to all animals? Um, but it is that ability that it's like, yeah, you're, you're special. You're special, like, physically, and you're also special, like, in your heart because you, you want to be a bridge between worlds, similar to Wonder Woman and Superman. So uh, we have this moment here where Steppenwolf is about to kill Mera, and... I don't know. I've I've always kind of watched this because she always seems so aggressive, and I, I do love that energy from Mara. But I've never been able to tell if this was going to be her fate right here against Steppenwolf, or if she was going to try and do one more maneuver uh, before Aquaman intervenes. But it does look like she's gearing up to do something. But in the next yeah. shot, when Aquaman does show up, she is kind of flinching and kind of. Uh, looking away from Steppenwolf. Um, or, or she could just be looking at Arthur Curry and I'm just reading it wrong. But No, I, I felt the same way because I was going to say, like, what was she? What do you think she was going to do? Like, from what I could tell, it looked like it was just like a simple uh, roll off. Yeah. This, cause she heard, this, this platform that I'm on. She got thrown like on roll. her uh, fish tailbone. Oh, man. <laughs> That's the worst for an Atlantan, let me tell you. So bad sometimes I can't even sit down. <laughs> can't even get up. It's like, I'm just going to lay here. I'm paralyzed now. I'm gone. Yeah. Um. So I thought it was just going to be like a roll off, but it seems like it's like maybe another attempt at a water bubble, but your arms aren't uh going that way. But you're, I don't know. The body language is very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe that's just because it's, you know. She's trying to find her sea legs. And- yeah <laughs> yeah can we get another one no that's it um that's about it i don't know any other nautical jokes someone else will help us out yeah anyway so um anyway she is aquaman comes in uh just grabs the axe i think it's kind of cool that it's still like a uh thing that we like pointing out was like um not not amateur-esque, but uh, year one type characteristics. And Aquaman grabbing this axe, looking at it, and then back at Steppenwolf, like, yeah, I grabbed it. Like, oh, man, did you see me grab this thing? Like, I didn't even expect myself to grab it, kind of. is like still neat. Um, granted, and, and on top of the fact that he's, like, just in uh, jeans, you know? <laughs> no shoes, <laughs> yeah. no shirt, just, like, jeans and a belt. Like, yeah, I get it. 
Um, but like, dang, it's just like, what a, what a homeless looking guy, right? <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah, this is what we've been wanting to see for a while. And the more I thought about it, cause I just rewatched Man of Steel recently and Remember how we always used to say, like, oh, you know, you see those whales in Man of Steel, it's a reference to Aquaman. And then they say mm-hmm. Operation Trident. And you're thinking, oh, it's another reference to Aquaman. Like, there's, you know, they're setting up for an Aquaman movie. And now that we think about it, we go, okay, well, he was casted back then. You know, he was casted back around the time of Man of Steel and gearing up for a sequel and introducing Batman and, um, it was like, wait a minute. They really were setting up or hinting at Aquaman eventually being in this universe. Maybe not like direct references. Like, you know, you see the whales and you go, oh, okay, you know, Aquaman did this or did that. And he was here during that time. Um, they did that retroactively with uh, Aqu- the Aquaman movie. And even in the 2017 version of Aquaman, um, but it was like, wait a minute, they really are hinting at it now that we look back. Now that we look back at his casting, when it took place, and the production of Man of Steel, Zack Snyder really was saying, yeah, I am casting, I have casted someone who will, who will eventually play Aquaman. So it's very interesting what, to see. Was there a solidifying thing in the Aquaman movie that was like, oh yeah, that was the, he fit into Man of Steel. Was there something about the whales? I mean, obviously, I remember him saying that, yes, he sent them. The whales um, were in the 2017 version of Justice League at the very end, where it has just, like, Aquaman swimming next to them. Uh, and then in the Aquaman movie, it's the oil rig that is collapsing. It's the same exact model. Um, and crumbles the oil rig that he saves the people from? yeah the wait no it was a i don't know what oil rig to be honest with you it's the same one it, it falls the same exact way it has the same visual effects of of the the, the oil rig from man of steel how it um breaks apart and it happens you know obviously when when king orm is showing all the destruction that the surface world is doing to the ecosystem it shows that that oil rig that's on fire and um dismantling so uh but yeah they were really hinting at that you know jason momo would eventually play aquaman and here he is in his first action scene as aquaman and he's not in the uniform yet or anything like that but this was the idea that that zach wanted to to bring about with arthur curry not so much aquaman but arthur curry being this rough superhero who could who could be a badass Aquaman. And um, yes, he's in jeans, no t-shirt, but he's covered in tattoos. Uh, it's, it's fun. It is what it is. It's, 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 I think it captures that energy that James Wan also did, which is being like, Hey, if we're going to do a aquatic superhero, it needs to be very pirate. Like it needs to be, uh, swashbuckling is the term James Wan used. Uh, it also has to be nautical. It has to be, you know, uh, all this aquamarine stuff is going on. Like, take all the culture that has existed around 
pirates and sailors and and Atlantean mythos and Greek mythology, all these things that we've had in our own personal history and apply it to the world of Aquaman. Don't just try to go into it and create a sci-fi kingdom underwater and be done with it. Like, really pull from all of the the human, the, the world history lore that we have and use that. And, and so you have Jason Momoa here casted because they want that pirate-like superhero to be in here. And he has super abilities, like Superman. And then you just put him in, in water and it sells itself. <laughs> in water. Yeah. Hey, just put it in just put add water. In water. Yeah. It's it works really so well. Yeah. Different powers, different cool cooler powers. Maybe not, but cool powers nonetheless. Um <clears throat> I didn't want that to sound like I didn't like the uh denim clad Arthur Curry saving the day. Um I just think it's uncomfortable. What a dream, huh? Hubba hubba. 100% uncomfortable. Jeans and have you ever Have you ever gotten thrown into a pool in denim? You are not having a good rest of your day. I'm telling you. You just, it's done. Shit. What if that pair of denim was a, was a Wrangler, huh? Oh, my God. don't even get me started on Levi's. I'm just saying it like, and I hate to say it, but like the crotch area, super uncomfortable. Don't even hate to say it. Say it all you just want. R- what about the back of the knee? Dude, you ever get that wet and then try to bend your knees? Oh, my God. Just chafing. Rip the, turn them into cutoffs. Can we get Aquaman and cutoffs? Producer, producers, no. Can we get Aquaman and cutoffs? Aquaman and cutoffs. Just, can we get Aquaman and cutoffs? Yeah, can you get those off real quick? Aquaman and chubbies. Next Aquaman movie. I'm huh? not doing that. I'm doing that. That's too far. You cut them too short That's now. not too far. Uh-uh. We're not doing uh-uh. it. Uh-uh. You want him in board shorts? Five and a half inches. Yeah, can we get Jason seat? Momoa wearing only Volcom, please? Can he... <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways. What kind of... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, what's the best like sports brand that you think like Aquaman would, would, try, to, would try to go for? If they were really trying to like brand these heroes and not just Under Armour. All right, Under Armour? Give the give the other guy a shot, huh? Um, well, Speedo, I guess, would probably just be like the one on the money. Could you imagine? I know you're talking about the brand, but like if Aqu- could you imagine Aquaman in a in a swim cap? Whew. In a swim I mean, cap? Re- no, you gotta let the hair fly. You can't trap the hair. No, Speedo free swim the legs, cap. but don't f- free the legs, free the hair. That's what. What about those? Uh, that's what women want to shark- see in Aquaman and men. Anyone. Binary and non-binary. Everyone wants to see Aquaman wear less clothing. Give you the shark fin on the forehead. Get Jason Momoa wearing that, huh? Well, he does have a new costume coming up, which I'm I'm really excited to see in the second Aquaman movie. They did the stealth one. The stealth one. I'm I'm interested to see it because that reminds me of the others. Captain America. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's true. It also reminds me of Young Justice with the stealth uh, op suits. It's very true. I totally forgot that that was a. That's probably what it. Dang, didn't even. Man. But I'm think it reminds me more of like they're going to do some extrapolated version of the others from New Fifty Two, which which is like maybe not treasure hunt. Ta- yeah, and not taking place so much in 
the oceans, but maybe going abroad to more dried out locations. Like they went to the yeah. desert in the first one. They might go to like they went to the moon. Vostok. You want to go to the to the moon? Yeah. Aquaman Shit, go to the Vostok moon. on the moon, yeah. hanging out on the moon, and he like all get radios up. Vostok says, "I'm needed." Comes down. There you go. Yeah. Can he control the oceans of other planets? <laughs> um. No, but tides would probably have to do something with it, right? Maybe. That's a hey, whoever, whoever hangs out. Yeah, whoever hangs out on the moon, Aquaman's got to be like buddy buddy with that guy, huh? Yeah, control your moon. Or or gal or Megan, person, Megan, whoever that person it's a, is. It's a woman. It's Luna, right? The moon. The moon. Per- yeah. yeah. Um, it's a big rabbit. The moon rabbit. U U A. Yeah. U A. Right. Who? U A. U A. Who's U A? The girl that turned into the moon goddess. That's another avatar. Kaguya. No, that's Naruto. But also Japanese mythology. No. Anyways. Yeah, but what there's another one of Japanese mythology. What's bunny or rabbit and the J- jade Japanese? rabbit? I don't know. Just it's not the jet sentence. <laughs> no, anyway. We need to, um, we're getting lost here. Yeah, we are. How much did you have left of this minute other than just Aquaman saving the day in his wet denim? I just think it's it's it is what people have been wanting to see from Jason Momoa, which is being himself again. Like or being what people expect him to be, you know, coming off of Cal Drogo and, and Jason Momoa's own personality, seeing Aquaman as Jason Momoa instead of Aqu- yeah. instead of Jason Momoa as Aquaman. This mm-hmm. right here is what a lot of people have been wanting to see. Obviously, yes, some people. Well, I think now people want to see Aquaman on the screen because before people were like, Aquaman's not cool, and we had to deal with that for years of people thinking Aquaman was lame now they see this and they go oh that's aquaman all right now put him in the costume and now you yeah. got people who are trying to like all of a sudden they want to be purists of like he's got to have blonde hair and he's got to be this aquaman and they show some like jim lee photograph of like this really strong blonde hair blue eye aquaman in this bright yellow and green suit and they're like that's the aquaman i grew up in. and it's like no shut up for 20 years you hated on the guy now you get yeah. this and everyone's like yeah Show me that guy. I want to see yeah, that guy right? fight something. And so this is it. Yes, he's wearing denim jeans, but he's kicking ass in them. And maybe that's yeah. why he's a superhero and I'm not, because I couldn't do that. It's, me neither, man. He's underwater Keith Richards. I mean, really. <laughs> what else could you want? That's probably it. That's Wait, no, I think that's Jack Sparrow's thing. He's like Buff Jack. So that's why I didn't want to say Buff Jack Sparrow, because it's yeah, gives, you said, it, like it, underwater Keith Richards. Yeah, but... Jack Sparrow's still above water Keith Richards. He's just like boat. He's yacht Keith Richards. Keith Richards on a yacht, that's Jack Sparrow. Keith Richards underwater, Jason Momoa's Aquaman. Think that's that makes one hundred percent sense. That's a wet you take really right there. have to That's not that's a wet take. <laughs> I don't know about it's that. A sopping wet yeah, take. It's a sopping wet take. Um no, that makes perfect sense and I people will agree with me. We'll throw it to the audience. Let us know what rock star best represents Aquaman. That's what I want to know now. Can you just validate me in saying it's underwater Keith Richards? I don't think it's Keith Richards. Right there. It's, it's someone Richards. else. I'd give you Jim Morrison before I give you Keith Richards. Oh, God. Why? Because he's got no shirt on? Get out. Because he has, you know, obviously Keith, uh, yeah, Jim Morrison. He is, no, Aquaman is a lot more happier. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, is he? 
I mean, yeah, he's got the whole thing about it, but he at least, like, comes off as cheerier, chipper. Okay, we're going to go ahead and wrap sad and depressed sad boy. It's not like he's the crow. I mean, come on. Well, no, that's, yeah, that's someone else, but, yeah. That's Jim Morris. Mor- whatever. Jim Morrison. Forgot the whatever. sun part. Jim Morris. Jim Morris is my neighbor. <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and wrap up here we'll we'll continue arguing off mic but uh, if you guys enjoyed everything you heard you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and the Facebook group the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society don't forget we got a new season of Doom Patrol Radio coming out it's not just episode but it's multiple episodes coming out Uh, we'll be taking a break on DC Cinematic Minute after this week has concluded we'll be focusing on Doom Patrol Radio starting this week as well. So check out a new episode coming out later this week. Uh, The episodes for the actual show debut on Thursday. So if you're listening to this right now, uh, check back in two days on HBO Max and there'll be three episodes of Doom Patrol Radio Season 3. We're going to go ahead and get started talking about it. And then when we wrap up Doom Patrol Radio, we'll come back with Part 4 of Zack Snyder's Justice League. So check those out, and we'll check you guys out tomorrow for minute 108 of Zack Snyder's Justice League.